0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, today's daf in Babakama is Daf Gimel. We're going to have three sections in today's daf. We're still in the middle of the sugya trying to figure out what did her papa mean when he said some of the toldos are not like the avos. So yesterday we knocked off Karen. We're going to try an attempt today to say it's referring to first Shane and Regel. And then we'll move on to the second section. We'll go through a series of three other attempts. And then we'll figure out the Mascana, what that is. And the last section we're going to deal with is Maveh. This idea of Maveh, which we didn't even explain in the Mishnah. We'll say it's a Machlok, it's Rav and Shmuel. And we'll go through what the sources for their opinions are. Now we're going to start again from the bottom of Bezimut Bez and Just because um, really that's the beginning of this point. So Bez Hashem, let's get, let's start from there. We're holding four lines from the bottom of basemud base. We 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 did this little piece yesterday. We'll go over it just because it's worthwhile to get the psukim clear. So we're holding four lines from the bottom of basemud base. Says the Gemara. What we finished off yesterday, we were saying, as Rav Papa said there are certain we tried to figure out are the toldos of the avos when it comes to the damages in halacha like the avos or are they distinct from the avos? That's what we had yesterday. So Rav Papa concluded. He said some of them are like the avos. Some of them are not like the avos. Fine. So we're trying to figure out where do we find a tolda, which is like a derivative damage, that is not like the av. So we, we went through one option yesterday, which was Karen, which is an animal that is kavanos ulahazik. And we said, ultimately, it's the same whether it's an av or a tolda, you'll be re- equally responsible because they're all kavanos ulahazik. So we, now that we're going to go with the next attempt, which is perhaps it refers to the tolda of Shane and regal. So let's, let's go through this now. Fourth, the last line on the page of Bezumud Bez. is. Papa is referring to Shane and Regel. So, Shane and Let's go through the source first. Where is the source in the Torah for the damages of Shane and Regel? The Tanya, the teaches us. Pasuk in Mishpatim says, Vishilah. Now, the word Vishilach means he sends. So what does that refer to? You send be'iro o It says he sends his animal and it, it uh, consumes in another person's field. So Vishilach it refers to regal. And again, remember we're categorizing regal as In in its normal way of walking, it tramples on something. Not intending, not benefiting, just the normative way of walking, it damages. The Similarly, we find Veshilach is referring to the walking damage. As it says in Yeshaya, The sending of the feet or the going of the feet of the shore and the chamor. So we see from Yeshaya that this word Veshilach is a reference to Regal. Now back in the pasuk in Mishpatim, ubir, and when it refer- says ubir, it consumes. So it doesn't just refer to consumption in any way. Rather, zuashen it specifically refers to consumption of eating. The chenouaymer, like the pasuk says, and this is malachim Aleph, The pasuk tells us Yiva er atuma, turning to gimelam as it will consume hagalal. I one and Rashi learns the revealed thing, because the tooth becomes revealed in its consumption, it's revealed and it's covered. Ad tumo, until it destroys the food. So the point is, we see also a reference that this word ubir is a reference to shame. That's the brisa. Now let's analyze this brysa. Omar mar. So let's see, the first part of the brysa said, zua zuaregel. Veshilach refers to regel. The like the Pasak in Yeshaih, reveals to us as it says, Meshalchi the sending of the feet of the ox and the donkey. So we see the word Vishilah in the Pasik refers to the damage of regal. So the Gemara challenges. We'll do the same thing with Shane momentarily. Taima, the reason you know Vishilach refers to regal, the of Rahman, Meshalchi, Because you brought a Pasak from Yeshaih referencing regal as Meshalchi. Halav Hachi, but that would imply. But without that, meaning if you didn't have the pasuk of Yeshaya, how would you have established the verse Vishilach anyways? If it would be referring to the damage of Karen, we already have a pasuk, we have Kiigach, we already know the Torah discusses that damage. So that can't be what Vishilach is referring to. Now, if it's referring to the consumption of Shein, so that's Ubir. So says the Gemara, why do I need a revelation from Yeshaya to tell me Veshilach refers to walking, to trampling, regel? It's Pasha refers to regel because we already discussed in Ipsukim from Ki Yigach and from Ubir, the other two damages. The Gemara says, no, it's Terech. You need a specific reference of Mishalchi Regal Hashor Vachamor giloy, a revelation, because otherwise you would have thought differently. Salkadaita Deitach it may have entered your mind to say, E V'idi Ashen, maybe both Veshilach, and Ubir are referring to the damage of shame. Oh, how could they both be referring so it's two types of the damage of shame. Why? Vahad Karna, when it says Ubir, Ubir means consume, total destruction. You'd say like this. The pasik ubir is referring to the shame where the principle is destroyed. Like an animal walks into a field and it totally eats the all the way down to the roots, destroying whatever crops that fellow had in his field. So you'd say, "Ubir would only teach me you're responsible when it digs down and destroys the principle. HaDeloi Mechal versus what was the shilach then referring to is that you're even responsible when it damages and it does not destroy the principle. But then really both parts of the verse would be referring to Shane, and you would have no Revelation, you'd have no knowledge that you're responsible for Regel. So, Kamash Malan, therefore, we need the puzzle in Yeshayah to teach me. No, it's not referring to Shane when it says Vishilach, it's referring to Regel. So, okay, but now this brings you to a question. Because logically, you're saying it's more logical you'll be responsible for Shane when it only destroys the principle. But if it does not destroy the principle, perhaps you're not Chayav altogether. That's the question the Gomorrah is about to ask. Now that you're telling me, Vishilach is referencing the damage of Regel. So, how do you know when the animal eats something and it does not destroy the principle that you're indeed responsible? So the answers, ah. Based on a hekish, because we have Shane and Regal next to each other. And regarding regal, there's no distinction if it destroys the principle or not. So Domi me we compare Shane to Regal. Ma By regal, there's no there's no specificity of destroying. It just says Vishilach. So therefore, whether you've destroyed the principle or not, you're responsible regarding regal. So based on the Hekish, you're also responsible for shane, even if you have not if the animal has not consumed the principle through Shein. So we've explained now how Vashilach refers to regel and why it's necessary to have that revelation. Now let's go to the second part of the Brai Amarmar. now we said at the end of that Brai song, the Pasuk of Mishpatim says Ubi'er, when it says Ubi'er, it consumes in the Pasuk. Zohashen refers to the animal consuming and eating uh, produce from someone else. like it says, As the tooth which is revealed will consume until it's destroyed. So again, the Gemara goes to the same Shein. Same Time of the way you know that Ubiar in the Pasach and Mishpatim refers to Shein. Because you have the reference in Malachim Aleph that says that Yivayr is a reference to Shane. But that would imply, if you did not have the Pasuk in Malachim Aleph, well, what would you have established the Pasuk? It has to be referring to Shane, even without this Giloy that's without this revelation. Because again, if it's referring to Karen... Ksiv, the Pasach says, Ki we know already the damage of Karen. E Regal, and if it's referring to regel, we just concluded Vishilach refers to regel. So it has to be, Ksiv, it has to be referring to, when it says in the Pasuk, Hubir, it has to be referring to Shane. Why do I need a Pasach in Novi to teach me that it's referring to Shane? Again, so the Gemara goes through the Shakhla similar idea. It's Dirich, no. Because if you did not have that revelation, so, I would have thought to say, are regal, that both Vishilach and Ubir are referring to the damage of Regal. Why do I need two verses for regel? Had de azil memela. One of the psukim which we're going to see is referring to Ubir, is talking about where it went by itself, means you didn't send it. And ha vishilach, what does vishilach literally mean? You sent it. The shalach shlukeh, where you sent it. So the Chiddush then of the pazik of Ubir would be not only when you send it, vishilach, are you responsible for regel, right. but even if it goes by itself, you're responsible for the damages of regel of your animal. So therefore, if you didn't have the giloy, the revelation from Lachimal, you'd think Ubir is referring to regel actually. So Kamash Mala, therefore, you have the regel, the, the revelation. Malachim Aleph, no Ubiya refers to Shane. Okay, back to the question now. Bahash did now that Ubiya refers to Shane based on the Pusak in Malachim. So regal the Azlam So how do you know when it comes to regal that you're responsible when the animal goes by itself? And the game answer is the same like we said before. Don't be the shane. It's a comparison. <clears throat> A heckish between Regal and shane. Ma Shein shalcha Just as regarding shane, there's no distinction. It, the puzzle doesn't distinguish when it comes to shane, whether you sent it da'azlam or it goes by itself. If it consumes in someone else's field, you're responsible. So too, when it comes to Regal, you're also responsible if it goes by itself. Okay, beautiful. So we have two sources. We have... Uh V'shilach refers to R'agel, Ubier refers to Shane. We have shown why you need both of them. Excellent. Asks the Gemara Villich of Rahman Oh. Why can't the Torah just write Vishilah? Let the Pasak just have said Vishilach. Veloybay You don't need to write Ubir at all. Oh, one second, but how do you know Shane then? Bir refers to Shane. Because the verse Vishilach, we're going to show references, can be referring to regel as well as shein. How do we know that? So we know that V'shilach refers to regel, as we said already. It says in Yeshaya, The sending of the legs of the shore and the donkey. But we also find that the word vishilach refers to consumption with the tooth. Like the Pasuk in HaAzinu says, vishin behemais bam, the tooth of behemus, of animals, I will send against them, ashalach. So you see the word vishilach is also a reference to Shane. So says the Gemara, the Torah could have only written vishilach, and I would know both damages of Shane and regel from the same verse. Oh. So the Gemara says, no, again. If I only if not for the extra verse of Ubir, Hava Amina Oiha So I would have said either Vishilach is referring to this one or that one. Either Oi regel de Either it's referring to regel, which is something you're responsible logically for, because it's a commonplace damage while it's going in its ordinary way. Or I'd say Vishilach is referring to Shane, where there's a hanah associated with it. So maybe that's why you're responsible. So the right. Gemara says, wait a second, wait a second. And this is a fascinating svara here. Mm-hmm. Implicit in the word Vishilach, it's equally implied, Shane, and it's equally implied regal. That's what we said. It could be equally implicit. So says the Gemara, v'yavoyu shnei'em. Mm-hmm. You should be able to deduce both of them then. Why? T'hay because which one would you exclude? Now what's another way of saying that? When the Torah writes something, if it's referring to one specific item, it has to make it in a way that more refers to that item than a different item. By virtue of writing the shilach in a vague terminology that could equally refer to Shane and ragel, says the Gemara, it's a svara to say, Mistama the Torah wants you to know both of the halachas from Vishilah. So why do you need to be here altogether? Learn Ragel and Shane, both from Vishilach. So the Gemara says again, it's derich, and really this ties back to our original svaras, which is salkadaitachaminet. May have entered your mind to say, hani mili shalach shluche. Again, you may have been able to derive Shein and regel, but the shilach implies when you send it into somebody else's field it means you, as the owner of the animal, are actively involved in sending it. avalazlam lo. But you wouldn't know if the animal goes by itself into someone else's field that you're also responsible for the Shane or the Regal. So, and that's why you need a beer to teach us that you're equally responsible for the Shane and Regal also in the scenario where it goes uh, by itself. Beautiful. So, we're saying like the Brysa teaches us the Shane, at least the Mascana here, the Shane and Regal are both, nece- uh, beer and Veshilach are necessary for shane and Regal teaching us you're responsible where it goes by itself goes when you're sending it, beautiful. Now why do we quote this entirety, this whole idea? Because we're trying to figure out, according to Rapapa, when he says the idea that when he says the idea that there's told us that are lav ki bohen, what told us do we know that are not like the Avos of Nizikin? So we quoted Shane and Regal now. So let's try to figure this out. Tolda de Shane Mahi. So what's the tolda of Shane? So we know Shane is eating something for its benefit. So, the tolda of shane is two us here. Nishakika because lana asa, where it rubs its back against the wall for its benefit, and it ends up breaking the wall, right? It's scratching its back against the wall, and it damages the wall. Or vitinfa peris lana asa, if it rolls around in fruits, causing the fruits to become spoiled because it's enjoying it. Like, I guess dogs do that sometimes. They roll around on the ground. It feels good, There's a certain, it feels good right? So, the point is if an animal does that, that's a subcategory of shein. So says the gemara well one second why would that tolda be any different in responsibility than the Av? Logically, what's the difference between the Av of Shein, the Yeishanah Lezeika? First of all, there's a hanah associated with the damage. And it's your money and your responsibility to guard it. So Haninami, these toldas are exactly the same in nature. There's a hanah associated with them. It's your money and you have to watch it. And therefore it's Pashat that the tolda of Shane will be equally responsible as the of, Ella Tolda de Shane Kishain. The told of Shane is like Shane, that can't be what Rapapa was referring to. Okay, maybe Rapapa was referring to the tolda of regal. So let's analyze regal now. Tolda de regal Mahi, what is the told of regal? So regal again, we said is where it's walking and with its feet it tramples something in its normative way of walking. If it intended to damage something, that's Karen. But if it just walked normally, it's considered the damage of regal. Also oh, so what's the tolda? So the Gemara is going to say the tolda is where any attachment to its body damages in its normal way of walking. Meaning the av is where it damages with its feet in its normal way of walking, and the tolda is going to be the attachments to the animal. So hazeika begufa derech if it damaged with its body while it was walking, Bisara derech with its hair while it was walking, Bishlif sheala, with a package that was on it, the bit in its mouth, the bell on its neck. Any of these things, it's damaging in its normative way of going without intending to damage, it's not getting benefits that's not Shane, it's not intending to damage, it's not Karen, so that's a tolda of regal. Beautiful. So. Is not it. Again, it's the right. The, 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 we're looking at regal, like literal kipshuto, Regel, the feet, oh, meaning Regel is the, the oh, is the feet. Is the feet. Is, is, um, Anything it's, attached it's to tail, it, extensions, wax, exactly. Wax, wax Perhaps that would be different. Not, you would think maybe so that's regal. a tolda. Beautiful. Okay. So the Gemara says again, Maishna regel It's the same exact nature. What is the difference? Regel, the Av of Regel, it's a commonplace damage. It's your money and you have to watch it. These things also. The, the commonplace damage, you have to watch it, it's your money. So what would be the difference? Obviously, these told us of Regel would be exactly like Regel in terms of responsibility, and that can't be what Papa was referring to, that the told us are not like the Avos. So now we're going to go off on a, a couple, three final options before the mascana. So let's see. Let's move on now to the next type of damage, which is boar. So now, tolda of boar. Maybe the the tolda of boar is not like the av of boar, and you're not responsible equally by the tolda of boar. So now we have to figure out, well, what's the tolda of boar? Tolda de boar, new. What's what's the tolda of boar? So boar, we know, is a person goes into a public domain. He digs a pit. And the classic case is, he digs a a pit that's 10 tfachim deep. An animal falls in and dies. You're responsible to pay for it. Let me just explain this outside. The halacha is if an animal falls into a ten tefach deep pit in the Rosh that I dug, I'm responsible to pay if it dies. Now, if it's, if it's damaged so that I'm not necessarily... Sorry, the other the other way. If it dies, I'm responsible. Now, if I dig a nine tefach deep pit in the Rosh HaSarabim and an animal falls in and dies, I'm not responsible. Why am I not responsible? Because we look at it as if that was weakness on behalf of the animal. Chazal determined no. that... A ten, ten. tefach deep pit can kill an animal. Nine tefakh doesn't necessarily kill, so probably it was some lacking in the case of the animal. Of, of the more was not to an animal. No, 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 it, doesn't it, was no it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference what my intent was. was. Exactly. We'll get to Hefker later. In the, in right? Yes, but you're not allowed to dig holes in the Rosh Hashanah. Exactly. That's a problem. So what happens now is like this. The Gemara is going to suggest, perhaps... Yeah, City. Right. Yeah. Now, a nine tefakh deep pit, you are responsible for damages, but not if the animal dies. The Gemara is going to say, okay, perhaps the Av of Boar is a ten tefakh deep pit, and the, and the Tolda is a nine tefakh deep pit. Let's see that inside. Elema Av Asara, the Av of Boar is where it's ten tefakh deep. Vitolda Tesha, and the Tolda is where it's nine tefakh deep. Where you're not responsible if the animal dies, but you are responsible if it's damaged. So the Gemara says, wait a second. We're assuming until now that av is defined as something written in the Torah and told us are the derivatives of that. So the Gemara says but lo teskev viveloyork sivi. The Torah doesn't say yeah. miforish 9 or 10. So you can't say either of those are avos technically. Oh, so the Gemara says, "Holo kasha." That's not difficult because we know the pasuk does tell us in mishpatim, "Vahames yihiyaloi." The pasuk says regarding the damages of boar that if an animal falls into my pit that I dug into public domain, what happens now is I, as the owner of the pit, keep the carcass of the dead animal, and I have to pay the owner of that animal that I damaged because of the because it's, his animal was killed. Now the implication of the pasuk is, the animal died. So Chachamim came along and they said, V'amais yeloi, amrachman, the Torah says, V'amais yeloi. rabban, and the rabbis determined, asara avdon misa, that a 10 tefach deep pit can cause it to die, making you responsible if the animal falls in and dies but a nine tefakhti pit, neziken avti, misa loavti, can cause damage, but doesn't generally cause death. And therefore, I'll be responsible for damages, not if the animal dies in the pit. So says the Gemara, oh, it seems to be that we have this principle of 10 verses 9, and it seems to be, it comes from the Pasuk. You could say one is an av and one is a told, and there's a distinction. Says the Gemara, sof, sof, but if even if that's the source, you, you've put your foot in your mouth now. Because zeav le-misa, what would emerge then is, that the same pasuk that's teaching you ten, based on the way Chazal understand it, is an av, which is for the death of an animal that falls in. Nine is an av for nizakin. It comes out that nine tefach is not a tolda of a ten; it's a separate av in and of itself. But that it's the Rabbanan established. Ramiel teaches us: you're responsible, of course, but, but that's not, not a tolda to of that av. They're two different avos, so you can't tell me that's a Rapa meant when he said the tolda is not like the av. But it's because, ten, because we're saying the rabbis looked at the Pasuk and they came up with this clarification but then it comes out that they're actually two different halachas. Not two, not told of that Av necessarily. So the Gemara says, oh, let's stick with Bor. Let's figure out what's another told of Bor maybe. Let's try to figure this out. Right. Ela, sakinoi umasoi. Oh, so maybe it's talking about you're walking in the street and you dropped in the street your stone. It was your stone though or your sakin, your knife, or myself your package, you dropped it in the street. And that's not a pit, but it takes on the same status as a stumbling block in wow. public. And if it damages, you'll be responsible. Maybe that's the tolda of okay You're right, the you're right. So that's why it's a tolda. That he placed them in public domain. And they damaged. Well, how would this be a tolda? Let's see. So now the halacha is like this. The Torah tells us you're responsible for a boar that you dug in public domain. Now, wait a second. Why are you responsible for a boar? That's not my bore anymore. I dug a hole in public and it's not mine. I'm It doesn't belong to me. So the Kiddush is. So the Torah teaches us that even though it's not mine, it's something that never belonged to me because it's public domain, the Torah puts it in your domain for responsibility. So says the Gemara, let's analyze what, well, how this would be a tolda then. If the fellow was mafkir, his knife that he left in public domain. So we'll see there's a machlokis where you're not mafkir. But both Rav and shmuel would agree, that where you're mafkirit, it's the same as bor. So certainly then you'd be responsible just like bor turning to the Beis. And if you were not mafkirit, so now there's a Makhlaikis. When you leave your item in public domain and you're not mafkir. what damage is that considered? Shmuel is going to say later in the Masech, we'll see on Dafov, that all of those would be derived from Bor. means even where you're not mafkirit, it's still like Bor, and you're equally responsible. So Hainu Bor. Then it's the same as Bor. You should have left a sign, you put a put a pothole, meaning a, a pothole cover. The Eid La Rav Kula Umarkula Misharlamadnu. Now according to Rav, that's not a damage of boar when you're not mafkirit, but it's your asset, and it's like shore, it's like Karen, something that's going to damage. So then Hainu hey, Shor. So then that comes out it's a tolda of shore, and we know the Toldas of Shor are like Shore. Ma'ishna Bor. So the Gemara says in conclusion, Ma'ishna Bor sheken Tchilas Asiyas So these toldas that you've shown of boar. Initially they're made the av of of, of Bor, excuse me, is made to damage. It's your money and your chai have to guard it. So these told us that you've shown of Bor, they're initially made to damage, like the stone you leave outside. And it's your money and you're responsible for it. And therefore the Gemara says, clearly the told us of boar like boar, and that can't, that can't be what our pup was referring to. Let's move on. Amar told the Maybe Rav Papa was referring to the Tolda of Mava. Now we have yet to define what Mava is. So the Gemara briefly quotes the Mahlokis, and at the bottom of the Amud we'll go into it more. So the Gemara says, "My Niu." Well, what is the Tolda of Mavet? Well, first we have to know what Mava is. So the Gemara says like this: "Eilah if you go like Shmuel, the Amr a Shane. So Shemuel is going to say "Mava refers to Shane. Okay, the consumption that an animal does lahana Asa for its benefit. So, according to Shmuel Mavah refers to Shane, How Kim kishain, but we already said the tolda of Shane is like Shane. So, if you are telling me Mava is Shane, we know that the tolda is the same as the av. Ilu Rav, and according to Rav the Amr Adam Mava refers to Adam Hamazik. According to Rav at the bottom of this page, we're going to see Mava refers to a person who damages. Okay, so if that's what Mava refers to, what's the tolda of Adam? Let's see. So my of whom I told us this be what of us and told us would be applicable to Adam? the Chitema, so maybe you'll say Av neyor or Av, is when a person damages when he's awake, and the Tolda of Adam is, right. Yashin, is when a person damages when he is sleeping. Maybe. So the problem is, we know that there's no distinction, because vatanan the Mishnah Chafaf Muralaf is going to tell us Adam Mu'ad a person is always considered warned and always responsible for his damages, Bain Ar Bain Yashin, whether he's asleep, awake, or asleep. So we know you're equally responsible when you're awake or asleep, and that can't be a Tolda that would be different than the Av. So therefore, that can't be the tolda of Adam. that you'd be, it would be different than the Av. So says, all right, let's, let's bear with us. Let's assume we're talking about Maveh, which is the damage of Adam according to Rav. Well, what's the tolda that you're not equally responsible for? It's It's referring to a person's saliva or phlegm. If a person spits, sorry for the unpleasantness, if a person spits saliva or phlegm, and while it's traveling in the air, the is going to say it damages somebody, so maybe the level of responsibility is different than if he physically damaged somebody. Hey, so is, the says, well, how, how could it damage? if it's when it's traveling in its trajectory before it landed on the ground, so koichai hava, that's the same as my physical strength. Just like I punch the guy, I'm responsible. If I spit on the guy, it's coming from me, so it's it the same as Adam. Of course, of course I'm responsible for that, just like Adam himself. Unless Oh, now, if it already has landed on the ground and someone slipped and got hurt, so the problem is, there's a machlokus about this too, but both Rav and Shmuel would say, that's not a damage of Adam anymore, that's like Bor, and we know that the tolda of Bor is like Bor. So therefore, Ella, yeah, the Gemara says, de obviously, however you learn, the tolda of Mava is like Mava and that can't be the reference of Rav Papa. So, the Chikom Papa told it Let's move on to the next option. Rav Papa is referencing the tolda of fire. Okay? So, Hever, we had an the of fire. So told the my new, well, what is the tolda of ash? Now, ash, the idea of the av of ash is a person lights a fire in his domain. An ordinary wind comes and picks it up, causing it to go to somebody else's property. I'm responsible. But even though there's a other element associated with it, which is this mitsuya this common wind that carried it there, I should have guarded my fire better. So let's try to think what would be a tolda of that that wouldn't be the same. Maybe the case is he put his stone, his knife, and his package on the top of his roof. And then it fell in an ordinary wind and damaged in someone else's property. So the Gemara says, well, hey, chidami. Well, Well, what would be the scenario? Again, da If in its trajectory it damaged, means while it was falling it damaged. So H. That's exactly the same as aish, where it damaged as it was falling, and therefore you'd be responsible for it, just like aish correct what's the difference regarding eish, where there is another element mixed into it which is the wind a normal wind it's your money and you have to guard it here too the wind carries this thing another element is mixed in it's your money and you have to guard it and therefore the Gemara says the tolda of eish is like eish, and you can't say that's what Rapapa was referring to you're equally responsible Bechik, Amarapapa, and this is the skunner, a papa was specifically referring to, I told the the tolda of Regal. Right. So the Gemara says, wait a second. We already said tolda de Regel is like Regal. Haq akimna tolda de Correct. But we already said that the derivative damages of Regal are considered the same as Regal itself. So the Gemara says we're talking about a very specific damage, which is based on halacha lamashem yisinai. Bechetzi nezek the half payment of tzroyrus, to ha which is a halacha lamashem now, what does that mean? So, there's a damage called surairis. When an animal is walking in its normal way and it kicks up pebbles, those pebbles fly into a private domain of another person and damages vessels or damage items that he has there. So, the halacha, halacha tells us, he's walking in public domain, l'chairi, yeah. The halacha is the person who owns the animal is responsible for those damages. Now, why is he responsible for those damages? So, what is the, what is this derived from? Lachari, you'd say... That what what how does this take on properties of uh, is this regular or is this Karen which one is it going to be now if you say that it's like regel the halacha of regel is you pay nezek shalim. but there's a halacha when it comes to tsroirus you don't pay nezek shalim, the full damages rather you pay chazi nezek half of the damages now this is unique. Usually, Chatzinezik we find, for example, by a karen in regards to a tam, a, uh, un, a tame animal. So it takes on the payment of karen when it's a tam, but it's a derivative of regal, says the Gemara. So therefore, this is the scenario where there's a tolda of regel, but it's different than halacha. So you see tolda saying, lav ki Now, again, because it's walking. And that's halacha lamashem That's what he meant to say when he said the tolda's lav ki So the Gemara says, but one second. Why are you calling it a tolda of regal? it's not like regal. Meaning here you're paying Chatzin nezek. regal you pay nezek Sholem. So the Gemara says no, because there is a character of the characteristic of this that is like regal. What is that? La So the Allah is as follows. When it comes to Karen, an animal that goes and gores something else, if it's a Tam, so you have to pay Chatzin Nezek. Now the, you can only pay up to the value of the damage, damaging animal. Which means, let's say the damaging animal is worth a certain amount of money, and the chatzi nezik that it has to pay is more than its value. You don't have to pay more than migufo, more than the value of the damaging animal itself. Now, regarding regel, you pay me aliyah. Regal, you pay even more than the value of the damaging animal. So zakta gemara with Sararis you also pay me aliyah. That's why it's a tolda of regel. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's that's the idea of Tom. But meaning but point is that's what the idea here, why it's a told of regal, because you pay me not a like regal, you pay more than the value of the damaging animal, unlike a Karen Tom. Says the Gemara, but wait a second. How can you say that so clearly? Rav actually asked this as a Shiloh. The Rava Rava wondered, wondered, when it comes to the half damage of Tzoros, which is, do you pay up to its value only? It's limited or even beyond its value. So he asked it as a Shiloh. How are you so confident? So the Gemara answers, Ravah had a Shiloh, but Rav knew for certain that you pay me Aliyah says the Gemara, but wait a second, if Rava would agree to Rev Papa, that Tzoros is a derivative, is a derivative damage of regel, but he doesn't know if you pay me Aliyah. so to de mi yale, according to Rava, who wondered if you pay me Aliyah or not, amai kar told tolda to Regal, why would it still be called a told of regel? So the Gemara answers, pocher v'shus it would exempt if the damage was done in public domain. Means regarding regel, you're only chayev if the animal tramples bestay acher, in a private domain, in the, in the domain of the damage, Damage. So similarly, regarding Tsroros as a derivative of Regel, if the rocks, the pebbles, fly into a private domain, you're responsible. If they damage in public domain, you're not. That's why it's considered a derivative of Regel. Okay. Bottom line, we figured out that the Tolda of Regel that's not like uh, uh, the Tolda that's not like the Av is the Tolda of Regel, which is called Tsroros, and we explained how it's different that you pay Chatsi Nezek and not Nezek Shalem like Regel. Let's move on to the final point of the day now. So we said in the Mishnah, Mave ve'ahever chules. And we referenced this above. There is a machleik asamirahim here. What is this damage of Mave? So let's get into it now. My Mave. What is Mave? So Rav Amar Mave adam. This is a strange word, Mave. Meaning, you know, it's a strange word. So what is Mave? Rav says mava refers to the damage of a person. Person damaging. Shmuel Amar Hashen, and Shmuel says no. Mava refers to Hashem which is the consumption and the benefit of an animal. Now Rav Amar Mavazah Adam. Rav says it refers to Adam, and we have a reference in the Pussach that Mava this Lashon refers to Adam. Tichsiv as it says in Yeshaya Amar Shaimer, it says the Shoimer Hashem the Guardian says Asa the morning is coming referring to the Geula for the Tzadikim. Vigam Laila, also the night which refers to the terrible things that will happen to the Rishoyim if the seeker seeks. Now the simple pshat is, if you do teshuvah, you seek the ge'ulah, so then you'll get that ge'ulah. But the way we're interpreting is, what's that? Yeah. Ba'ayu, seeker, what is a seeker? Referring to a person who is seeking out something. So says, Rav, you see, Ba'ayu, like the Lashon of mava the same Shoresh, refers to a person who is seeking something. Therefore, when it says mava in the Mishnah, it's borrowing the terminology of this Pasuk in Yeshaya, referring to a person. Veshmuel Am says, Mavah Mav, in the Mishnah refers to Shein. like it says in the Pasuk, in this Pasuk in Ovadia, it says, Eich nech Esav. It talks about the dammit, how is going to be destroyed in the future. How will Esav be searched out? Niv'u matzpunav. His secret things, matzpunav, niv'u, will be sought out. So the Gemara says, wait a second, how does that B'chlal refer to Shane? What do you see about Shane in that Pasuk? My Mashma, what does that have to do with that Nivu? What does that have to do with Shane in that Pasuk in Ovadia? So, Kedem of Yosef, as Rav Yosef interprets the verse, Echdin Ispilesh Asif, how Asif will be ransacked, Iskilain matmarohi. its secret things, Iskilain, will be revealed. And Rashi explains, what do you mean will be revealed? Just like a tooth is sometimes revealed and sometimes covered. So you see this word uh, this word mave or in the pasuk Nivu is also a reference to shane. And therefore in the mission when it says mave it's referring to this Pasuk in Ovadja referring to Shane. So Why doesn't Rav agree to Shmuel's Pasuk? Because Rav says, Does it say in the Mishnah Niveh? Niveh is passive, meaning something that is seeked out. Something that is seeked out. That's what the Pasuk in Ovadi would be referencing. And if the Mishnah would have said Nivu or Niveh, so then you could say it's referencing that Pasuk in Ovadi. But that's not what it says. Mava is someone who seeks out actively. Someone who's seeking out something else. So says, the, says Rav, that's why I think it refers to Adam and not to shane. Shmuel, my time will rav. And why doesn't Shmuel agree with Rav? So Amalekha Shmuel says back to Rav, Mika Tani Boya, does the Pasik say Boya? Meaning, the Mishnah, excuse me, does the Mishnah say Boya? Boya would imply one who is seeking, versus the Mishnah says, Mave, one, who's, who's, one who uh, seeks something else. One second. He causes something else to be sought out. Meaning, the point is, is mavez mashma, as Shmuel says, something that causes something else to be sought out, the way you're learning rav. That's not what it says. It doesn't say boya in the Mishnah. So the Goethe says, okay, in the Lamaisa, it comes out that both Rav and Shmuel have issue with, e- with each other's sources based on the wording of our Mishnah of Mave. So, Mihti. Well, let's analyze. These psukim are not implicit like Rav or like Shmuel. So, ultimately, why does Shmuel and Rav disagree with each other in the parish, in the explanation of the word Mave in the Mishnah, if really the word Mave in the Mishnah does not conform properly to the pasuk in Yeshaya or the pasuk in Ovajah? So Rav my time. So why doesn't Rav hold like Shmuel and Shat in the Mishnah? So Tana, because Rav says when it says Shore, that one of the four damagers in our Mishnah is Shore, the chol Mili de Shore. That includes all the damages of Shore. Now what's included in all the damages of Shore? Shane. So therefore he says Mavah can't be referring to Shane because Shore already incorporates Shane because mishna hat tannale sure and shmul ay lachar the mishnah already says sure um revu da tanna sure lacarno o mavilisheno so revu da says what shmul would say in our mishnah is when it says sure in the mishnah it refers to the damage of Karen. And when it says Mava in the Mishnah, it refers to the damage of Shane. What about Rega? We'll figure out about that later. Now we're actually going to stop here, but Shmuel's going to have to know, go on and explain in our Mishnah how this fits in the context of the characteristics of each of them. But for now, we'll stop here at the bottom of Gimel and Bays. We'll pick up tomorrow with Dalid. Everyone have a wonderful right. day.